And welcome back, dear listeners, to another episode of Aaron is the Funny One. As always, I'm one half of the hosts, Jack Douglas. Joining me is my wife. Hello, I am the ghost from Podcast Past. Don't like this. Thank you for having me. At all. (laughs) Is that your best ghost voice? You don't know what ghosts sound like? They sound just like that. Are they always low like that? I always thought they were like higher, like, ooh. No, they come in all different shapes and sizes. Have you ever met a ghost? Yes. Tell me about it. (laughs) Do you actually want me to? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It could be a good story, but perhaps another day, because this episode is my episode. That's right. And I run a tight ship around here, Missy. A haunted pirate ship, no less. No, I don't. i pretty sure you do. Nary a ghost or spirit in sight on my ship. No, this is my episode this week, and I have some fun things planned. So I'm going to need you to put that little ghost story of yours right back in your pocket, right back in your holster. Perhaps we can hear it in a future episode. I would need to get the permission of the friend of mine whose family member it was before I told the story anyway, but I would love to share it someday. So we'll see. And I do know this story. It's a juicy one. It's good. It's a juicy one. But not today. Nay, not today. (laughs) Can we bring back the word nay? Can we normalize nay? (laughs) What do you mean bring back? Yeah, well, It has been brought in. No one, jeez, can we bring back it has been brought in as well? (laughs) That's another 20-year-old thing. Before we get started, I got a lot of things I want to talk about with you today. We have to continue our tradition of discussing and trying out a new bottle of wine every week. Wine of the week, Jack? It's wine of the week, Aaron. Wine of the week. And what, pray tell, are we drinking this week? Well, This week, we are drinking some Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio 2020 edition, courtesy of... Did you buy this? Was this a gift from somebody? It may have been a gift. I think it was a gift from somebody. So unclear on the price point. If I had a guess, probably somewhere in the $11 range. I think so. It is of Italian origin. Jack, how would you describe this Pinot Grigio that we are delighting in? It's white. Okay, it's not even white. It's like a it's like a it's like a well, it's a white wine. If I had to name this color, I would call it sunrise <laughs> at dawn. Ah, <laughs> uh, I want to boo that so bad. Uh, I'm looking. Okay, it, I guess it is golden. I guess the tint is golden. Mayhaps no, that's it's not sunrise the... at dawn. Poetically, do you get just... it? Do you get it? Yes, I get it. Yes they're, yes, they're the same thing. Sunrise and dawn are the same thing. Jack, Jack, I, Jack, did you get it? You know, it's funny. I actually didn't. I thought it was like an oxymoron. I, I first, I was thinking dawn was sunset. Sunrise so was... at dusk. Right, sunrise at dusk. Yeah, something like that. No, it's like, oh, even better. It's that's, sunrise at dawn. That's actually a lot better. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, you're welcome. For sunrise at dawn. That sounds like a really good Crayola color. Should I be looking for a new job as a Crayola crayon color namer? I think so. That's a good yai question. What brand new color why is Crayola working on next? Pray tell why you would make this podcast about your YouTube series. Okay? Pray tell. Pray tell because sometimes I get inspired at the... Keep it to yourself. This is not the time nor the place. But it's my episode. It's... No. Just because you created the agenda doesn't mean it's your... It's not like... It's my birthday. I get to do whatever I want. It's not like that. 
So anyways, this Pinot Grigio is great. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> and what a year what a year and what a year it was <laughs> oh man uh, i think this ha- this is covered in droplets you can taste oh, you just can taste the droplets so that's wine of the week i would like to move on wait we didn't even describe the taste of it oh my goodness well you are the uh you are you are the some the one with the tongue you are the some liaison <laughs> some of us can actually taste the things that we eat <laughs> seriously i i can't but you can describe it for us I'd call this a light, medium-bodied. I actually quite like it. It's pretty good. I do too. I also quite like it. It's uh, it's not tart. A lot of times, I think we talked about this before. Pinot Grigio yeah. can tend to tighten up the back of your mouth like a lemon head, and uh, this does not do that. That's a sign of a good wine. It's citrusy. It's clean. It's clear. It's crisp. I would say it's perfect for summer. You're very good at describing wines, describing tastes. I really cannot, I don't possess that at all. And I envy no, that. No, you don't. I envy that. We've already described. I have taste blindness. You have taste blindness, <laughs> smell blindness, and face blindness. I just go, yeah, it's a good wine. Yeah. It tastes like a white wine. Oh my gosh, guys. Uh-oh. If we're talking about ideas, that's something we should do. Hmm. We should give Jack Film a blind taste test. Oh God. I bet you he does not know the difference between white or red okay that's that's just offensive i bet you jack film can't tell the difference between white or red wine at least i can do that no i bet you it's the temperature that you rely on if we made them all room temperature or all chilled would you know the difference yes between white and red no absolutely no i'm taking bets right now everybody place your bets we're doing it we're doing this write that down that's a good that's a good future idea we'll remember okay how many errands out of five would you give this how many funny errands? I thought we gave 10 errands. How, I apologize. Out of, how, out of 10, how many funny errands would you give this wine? I'd give this a six and a half out of 10. Six and a half funny Only because once again, I'm not a huge fan of Pinot Grigio. Mm-mm. It's not my, you know. Yeah, you're a shard gal through and through. Yes, but it is delightful. This would make for a good lunch wine. There you go. Yes. Good recommendation. It's never a good recommendation to recommend drinking during lunch, Jack. You should know better. Disagree. Wine for lunch. That's a power lunch. What are you, the Wolf of Wall Street? I sure am. God. Moving right along. Honey. Yes. This is our third episode of our podcast, as you know. Okay. We've accumulated quite a number of written reviews on Apple Podcasts. and Just Apple Podcasts? Well, I've only looked at the ones on Apple Podcasts because they have the option of showing text reviews people have written. Okay, that's fair. I've collected a few, and I would love to share some of my favorite reviews with you of our podcast. Okay. Let's see what the people think of our show. This is great. It's like reading, like, hateful Twitter mentions or something. Yay. Oh, don't worry. I only pulled good ones. All right. Here we go. Five stars. Funny podcast. Hooray. (laughs) Finally, a chance to hear from Jack's ghostwriter. Very cool. Oh, but it, not only am I a ghost, <laughs> which we've already covered. With a very deep voice. But I am a ghost writer. You take credit for all my jokes. She got that Theranos voice. <laughs> Her name is Elizabeth Holmes, okay? That's right. She's an icon if you're looking to get into the <sighs> pyramid scheme business. Okay, yeah. Thank you for the footnote. Following icon. All right, next review. Five stars. Stupid. If dogs could talk. (laughs) Yes. 
But we still got five stars, and that's what matters. And that's baby. what matters. That is what matters. We got the five stars. Two out of five stars. Wow. This is one of the podcasts I heard this year. That's from Tiki Talky Boy. Okay, Tiki Talky Boy. Thank you for listening. Yeah, honestly. Thanks thanks for the two stars. We'll take that feedback. Yeah, it's better than zero stars. We're just glad you're here, man. Next up, five stars. Good. I haven't heard it, but it's good. (laughs) Did you write that one? No, I didn't write any of these. (laughs) It was a joke. You don't have... You don't have an iPhone. (laughs) That's true. I don't. I haven't heard it, but it's good. I wonder how many podcasts there are on Apple Podcasts that have like however many ratings that they're all like that. I haven't actually listened to this, but she's hot. So. Right. No, I'm scared of the realistic figure behind that. But let's see what else there. I think we have a few more here. Five stars. Heck yeah, horoscopes. I don't understand horoscopes, but now I look forward to hearing mine. Thanks, Jack. You don't need to understand horoscopes. Oh, we don't understand horoscopes, or at least I don't. Excuse you. Yeah, okay, I don't. You, we don't guess... need to understand them. They just are. There's no understanding needed. It's our future. It's our present and our past. It is everything and nothing all at the same time. And I don't know about you, honey, but um, I've got some good horoscopes lined up for tonight. It is DNA... <laughs> And celestial space dust. Listeners, she's doing like this thing with her hand. She's like waving it around. She's trying to illustrate space dust. It is and is not. That's all. Beautifully put. Yeah. It's a real Schrodinger's cat <laughs> of podcasts. It is and is not. But do not look at it, for then it will cease to be. You read your horoscope? It is. You don't read your horoscope? It, it still isn't. is. Oh, it is. <laughs> Shows what I know. Oh. What else we got? We got like a, a four stars misleading title. Aaron Thanks. is a woman, meaning she cannot be the funny one because women aren't funny. Rude. Wow. That's from P. Curry 523. Steve Jobs, get him. <laughs> Let's move right along. Five stars from Billy Joe Eyelash. Oh. I demand more content. Aaron and her husband are very entertaining young men. Unsubscribe. Thank you. <laughs> that was just confusing all over. Thank you. But we got five stars, so who cares? I love Billy Joe Eyelash. It's one of my favorite poets. And finally, I have one last one. Okay. Five stars. Yes. Bruh, da baby. Da baby. Written by <gasps> da baby on podcast. Oh my god, da baby. Da baby. Allegedly. Da baby. Who knew? Kind of cool. We have got to get DaBaby on for an interview. <laughs> yeah, what else? Uh, a- ASAP. <laughs> right now, we have to get DaBaby on. Make it happen because we have quite, we don't have questions. I have plenty of questions. Yeah, what's your first one? What would you ask DaBaby? Who is your biggest inspiration in life? Okay. What do you think about before you go to sleep? Have you ever considered plastic surgery? Do you know your birth story? Not bad questions. <laughs> what's your middle name? <laughs> coolest as in the coolest baby you can't put words into baby's mouth I'm, you're right i'm sorry i i'm getting it out of myself here nobody puts the baby in the corner <laughs> jesus how long are you sitting on that one no i just thought of it it's pretty good <laughs> i hate to admit it that's pretty good so those are some of our reviews and thank you very much listeners for leaving any reviews on apple podcasts or elsewhere if you have apple and you're listening to us on apple podcasts Oh my gosh, please leave us a review. We'll read them. We'll read them. 
and uh, maybe you'll get featured on another review segment. Yeah, who knows? I, make make it clever. Make it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Don't be a bully. Or, or be, be a, bully, a bully, but be it like in a clever way. Be yes. a clever bully. Yes. We'll take that. Yes. The baby. The baby. So that's uh, that's reviews. All right, Jack Film. It's time. Hmm? I'm a busy woman boss lady person girl boss girl boss girl boss Uh, and i haven't had time to read the news in days just so busy so busy can you please tell me what in the world happened today honey it would bring me such pleasure to tell you what happened in the world today oh thank you the top story yes that happened today yes Hold on your butts. I'm holding. This is kind of huge. And they will be talking about this for eons. Nintendo announced the new Nintendo Switch OLED edition. OLED? Or OLED? Do you say OLED or O-L-E-D? OLED? Like the... We're o- going to say OLED. Was that the snowman in Frozen? <laughs> oh, Olaf. Olaf. Oh, you were genuinely asking. Oh, yeah. Okay. Olaf. Oh, my God. I was wrong. <laughs> I thought it was a Frozen thing. Like, it was like a... I don't know. Yeah, it's the... Yes, it's the Olaf... The kids still love Frozen, if you can believe it. Nintendo released the Olaf edition. It comes in Olaf colors. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be adorable? What if it was Olaf-shaped? And it was like his belly that was the screen, and you got to tickle him. (laughs) It would would sell like hotcakes. It would be like, tickle me Elmo, but Olaf edition, and you get to play Mario on him. (laughs) That's so Every child's dream. (laughs) so cute they don't want to play with the snowman they want to play on a snowman exactly you get to pinch his little buttons don't don't make it weird Uh, don't make it weird you just made it weird by saying no olaf would be cool with it (laughs) because no he would be so cool with it wait but okay so sorry i'm getting ahead of myself because now i'm excited for the olaf version of the nintendo this is almost as cool as the ps4 turbo and but what you're telling me is that it's not an olaf edition couldn't be further from that okay uh, so what what is what is it <laughs> so nintendo released the nintendo switch oled model it's 349.99 coming this october and just to compare the current regular nintendo switch is 300 the switch Lite is 200 so this new one is 350 here are the differences it has a seven inch screen as opposed to the 6.2 in screen on a Nintendo regular. Okay. The kickstand is larger. It has a much bigger kickstand in the back. Do people use the kickstand? Allegedly. I know you don't. No. It has quote unquote enhanced audio. Don't know what that means. And uh, like in the thing itself? I think in the thing itself. Yeah. Because, okay, when we have a Switch, you know, I usually only use it when it's docked. Right. And like on the TV screen. Right. You don't take it out. No, because you know why I don't take it out? It's because of that stupid drift that happens. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, That's real. What? No. Guess what? Guess what? Um, that drift has started to creep into the Switch Lite we have. Oh. I can no longer. I play Mario Maker 2 on the yeah, Switch Lite. Yeah, that's because your fat fingers like. I, I quite literally cannot run forward anymore. It will not go right. My so little Mario man will not go right. So what do you do? I use the directional keys like a caveman, the up, down, left, right things, because I literally cannot use the joystick anymore. Very sad. There's more. Hold on. There is more about this thing. The Nintendo Switch OLED has a wired LAN port in the dock. 
What's a LAN port? It's like an Ethernet. Nobody port. uses that anymore. It allows you to hook up to the internet. Nobody uses hardwired. To the nobody internet. hardwires to the internet. Well, if you need like a little boost, you, you just nobody's playing like intense online. Like they, what they should have done is they should have worked on their Wi-Fi online multiplayer, not. The let's add a LAN so that they can fix the problem for us. That's Nintendo's way of making the consumer fix the problem for them. As opposed to fixing their own network, they were like, you know what? Why don't you just plug your Ethernet in and then it'll work? It's like, no, 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 that's a problem that what? you need to fix, Nintendo. Don't tell me that I need an Ethernet cable. You need to fix your network. What do you care? You haven't played Animal Crossing in a year. That's not true. I played on New Year's Eve. <laughs> okay, seven months ago. And my friends ago. couldn't come to my island, so I stopped. Like I was like, this isn't even fun. I can't even show off my cool island. It wasn't that cool. Well, here's the thing. That land thing in the back, that's kind of like standard for current consoles to have. So when the Switch came out, it didn't come built in with a way to plug in your ethernet cable or to hardwire to the internet whereas i'm pretty sure a ps4 ps5 they got them all the xboxes they but have nobody them. uses them because they don't need to i disagree people use them who fucking nerds am i right who no who? uh no people the people who need that high-speed internet why would they need that high-speed internet because there are high-speed uh multiplayer games online tell me about nintendo's high-speed multiplayer games that they have Splatoon, Fortnite, all the shooters. No. Shooters require a no, whole nobody lot of plays speed. those games. We all want to play Mario Kart and we all want to play Animal Crossing. Well there you go, Mario Kart. Yeah. That's multiplayer online. Yeah. They should no, you're distracting from the point. The point is is that they should have fixed their network as opposed to just adding a LAN cable so that it can we can fix it for them. It's more just like a standard thing that all consoles no. should have. No. It, yeah, the same way that they didn't have a DVD player in the Wii U. Damn, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of things that Nintendo is supposed to have that comes, quote unquote, standard mm -hmm. with other consoles that they just don't do. Why? Because I don't know why. I don't know why. Hey, speaking of the Wii U, the Wii U had Netflix. Guess what the Switch doesn't have four Net years later? Yes, thank you. You're making my point for me. Thank but you. I just wanted to say. And by the way, Nintendo, I would love to be a spokesperson for <laughs> Luigi's Haunted Mansion yeah, yeah, 4. Yeah, way, way to back it up. <laughs> I really enjoyed Luigi's Haunted Mansion 4 and... Way to walk it back. Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker and uh, all, all of the Marios, except for those dang galaxy ones. Those were so lame. Oh, you barely gave those a chance. I just, I didn't like the whole walking upside down thing. I, that just wasn't for me. But I love, I love Nintendo games. I loved Animal Crossing. I play Stardew Valley on it now. But what I'm saying is that you've got some flaws and you need to listen to the people as opposed to trying to get them to fix the problem for you. That's all. Thanks. Also, think about the Olaf thing. I'm, I think I might be onto something there. That's free to use. That's on the table, Nintendo. <laughs> all right, don't be a dummy. Get that Disney cross promo money. Are we going to be getting this console? No. Because we did get a Switch and a Switch Lite. <laughs> we did, but that was because of your greedy um, Animal Crossing habits. Yeah, you, but because of your fat fingers, now our Switch Lite doesn't work. That's right. Hell so yeah. Sorry, I like to Mario. I, I Mario hardcore. But here's the thing. Here's why gamers <laughs> are, are feeling very oppressed. 
Uh, here's why gamers are upset. It's been four years since the launch of the original Nintendo Switch. It came out in 2017. Wow. And by now, people were kind of expecting... This has long been rumored. Like, a new Nintendo Switch has long been rumored for, like, over a year. People were... Ex- That's not that long. People were expecting, like, a 4K version of the Switch. Something that supported 4K. Or some kind of graphical upgrade. Maybe it can support 4K if you plug it in your LAN Ethernet cable thing. Never use that voice again. What the fuck was that? Princess Toadstool. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you recite the very famous Dear Mario, We Baked You a Cake speech from the beginning of Mario 64 in that voice. Thank you. That's like, honestly, it scares me because what you just did, that's someone's fetish. <laughs> That was horrific. You can make some OnlyFans money with that voice. This is why we're rated explicit. (laughs) Okay? Uh, That hard explicit. (laughs) You're the one using the fucking toadstool voice. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Does she even go by that name anymore? (laughs) Princess Toadstool. Yeah. Peach. Peach. Uh... I don't even know anymore. I'm sure some Nintendo nerd can tell you the the lore and the canon, but I don't know anymore. To me, she's just the hottie with the body. So, anywho, that's four years. Okay, devaluing her worth. Okay, so so, four, so it's been four years since the launch of the original Switch. People wanted an upgrade because get this. To put in comparison, the PlayStation Four, the original PlayStation Four, launched in 2013. The PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. big upgrade, launched. In 2016. So Nintendo people were like, yeah, it's time for like that mid-cycle upgrade. Because some of these graphics are starting to look a little long in the tooth. Nintendo just had their big E3 showcase. And they showcased all the new games coming out. And a lot of people are like, damn, it's time for a graphical update. You know, the Switch just can't really compete graphically with the big boys anymore. But you don't need it to. because You don't need it to. Ador- it's all about the games. It's all about the games. Well, they're adorable little cartoon characters. Like Luigi and his Haunted Mansions. Luigi's Haunted Mansion 3. Or Luigi's... Sorry, shit. I'm doing what you did. <laughs> that's what you kept calling that, it. That's what it's called. Fuck. Luigi's Mansion 3 is a really good game. But is it not a haunted mansion? It is a haunted... Well, it's really a hotel. So it's really Luigi's Haunted Luigi, Mansion. Luigi's Haunted Adventure 5. This is why I don't see us getting the Nintendo Switch OLED. Because it's $350. It's $50 more than a standard regular Switch and it can't really do anything else that the regular Switch already does. Except it has buttons that work, probably. N- no. No, like that, your, a lot of people were like... My Switch doesn't work. A lot of people were like, hey, Nintendo, fix the Joy-Con drift. And instead, we just got a more yeah. expensive Switch with a slightly larger screen. And it sounds better, allegedly. Maybe they fixed the drift. And they don't want to admit they that there didn't. was... Well, maybe they don't want to admit that there was drift. I hear your point. I see what you're saying. I highly doubt they fixed the drift. That Tokyo Drift is still there. What are we going to do about your fat fingers, man? (laughs) That's the real... I think there's a procedure that can be done. What I'm hearing from you is just all... all, You're like, oh, all these bad things with Nintendo and the Drift. And I'm just like, but really, is that actually the cause of the problem? Or is it your fat fingers? I mean, we live in LA. I'm sure we can see some doctor that can uh, shrink these little sausages. Do you remember there being a drift problem with the N64? Because that was where the that little joystick thingy first came out, if I remember correctly. That's correct. And there were some times where I would pick up the game and there was drift. 
it was never anything that couldn't be solved by restarting your N64 because that would be caused, like whenever there was drift in the N64, it was probably caused by leaving your controller on the table upside down. So sure. that little joystick is like pressing left all the time. And when you, right. pop, you know what I mean? Like that's the new default. Whenever you turn on the N64, that's the default. So now, you know, left is right or right is left, whatever. So if I hear you correctly, what you're telling me is that you've had fat fingers since you were nine. Is that right? That's one mean way to put it. But yeah. Okay. Okay. I I'm just literally wanted... looking at my hands right now. I just wanted to make sure that I had had the timeline right. That's all. Make me really self-conscious. Good. For not working out today. Or yesterday. Don't fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's true. <laughs> so yeah. Um, before I moved on, I have one last question. What is something you want the Nintendo Switch to do? I want to be able to pinch the little buttons (laughs) on Olaf's body, okay? That's what I want to be able to do. I just want to twist the little... And and he'll giggle like the little Pillsbury Doughboy that he is. Does he say something like, that tickles? (laughs) Oh, he sings a song. You know the song. Twist my nips, twist my nips. They're not nips, they're buttons. That's what he sings in Frozen, no? So that that's what I would like to see is that I am still really holding out for the Nintendo Olaf. Nintendo Olaf. Not to be confused with the Nintendo Switch OLED. No, not to be. No, no. There you have it, gamers. Listen to Aaron is the funny one. The number one gaming podcast <laughs> on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Only hardcore gamers need apply. We get in the weeds. All right. Thank you for indulging me on my very techie thing. We're over tech now. Um, what else happened in the world today? Oh, no. That's all I wrote down. That was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. But it's okay because I have I have something else I wanted to share with you. You're pregnant. Yes, but you kind of just like, I wanted to say it. You kind of took that from me. You know what I imagine you would be like as a dad? Oh, let's go. What's that? You would be like Marlon from Finding Nemo. I would. You I would, would be, be Marlon. You would be Marlon from Finding Nemo. Where's Where's my son? No, don't leave. Don't leave. Has anyone seen my son? Yeah, you would be like super overprotective. Way too involved. Yeah. So, but happy happy to hear the news. That sounds exciting. I'm happy for you. He was really good in This is 40. I mean, he was, but he's good in every movie he does. He is. Wasn't he in Drive? Have you ever seen Drive? I've never seen Drive. We should put that on the list. You might hate it. Okay. That's a movie where I've heard it's either great yeah. or it's this is the bo- most boring movie I've ever Very seen. Very polarizing film. Yes. Yeah. It's got your boy in it. Ryan? Ryan. I mean, let's be fair. He's everybody's boy. Let's be fair. Let's call a spade a spade. I would say he's like America's sweetheart, but he's a Canadian. So really, he's America's Canadian he's sweetheart. He's America's Canadian sweetheart. But also behind Ryan Reynolds and Justin Thoreau. Wait, no. He's not Canadian. He's like from New Jersey. What is uh, <laughs> Trudeau? <laughs> wow. Trudeau. I could. Justin I tried to Trudeau. keep up. I couldn't. I couldn't get there until you Jack, got there. Jack, do you know who Justin Trudeau is? I do. Who? He is the king of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that was something I learned yesterday is that hmm. older members of the British royal family don't share beds and they don't share they have separate bedrooms you did say that yeah yeah that was wild wild because people were like super suspicious about kate middleton being exposed to covid but 
only she had to quarantine Mm -hmm. and Prince William, who is her husband, Jack, um, didn't need to quarantine. And they were like, uh, that's hella sus. Like, what's that about? If you guys are married, why? But apparently it's like the UK. It's a norm. Well, no, apparently they can still share a bedroom and probably still do share a bedroom, maybe. But the UK has said if somebody is exposed to it and only they need to quarantine so long as their family members are not experiencing any symptoms. I see. Yeah. This is fun. Oh, my God. Are all the rules fun? They're so fun. I'm learning a lot. (sighs) Me too. Okay. So, Jack. So, really, what happened in the world today? That's literally all I had written for what happened in the world today. You weren't joking? No, I was not joking. That's all that happened in the world today. This is a slow news day. That's not true. Yeah. That's simply not true. I just told you some news. That doesn't compare to the Nintendo Olaf. (laughs) How does that not compare? That's super interesting and hella sus, but also super interesting. It's a little sus, yeah. But I do want to move on. Honey, how confident do you feel in the world of doling out life advice to our listeners who seek it? Oh. um, Because I have picked out some good questions from you guys. Okay. I, on a scale from one to ten errands, <laughs> I feel like four. Funny errands. But so I am just going to say whatever I say you have to take with a grain of salt. Okay. Yeah. That's my disclaimer. For legal reasons, you need that disclaimer. Yeah. That's fair. Rated explicit. Do we have a name segment for this? Like life I don't, ad- I don't know. Do we, Jack? Well, no, because you wanted to call it something real cool. Like Okay. Aaron it, knows things. Or it was a... No. I did not know. You know me. Apparently not. Hold on. Let me pull out my list. Please. My suggested title of this segment... Could be advice from very smart, responsible, all knowledgeable adults. Because that's what we are. We're very smart, responsible, and all knowledgeable. We know all. We are sages. We're kind of like Gollum in a way where we know the truth that is behind the ring. And we can dole out advice. I'm sorry. I'm going (laughs) to... You literally chewed me out the other night <laughs> for liking Lord of the Rings. You can't compare anything to Gollum. I can compare us to Gollum. <laughs> I sure as shit can compare you to Gollum. <laughs> That's for sure. Hurtful. But also. Well, no. You know what? Yeah. I'll take it as a compliment because Andy Circus is a treasure. Okay. Also, that title, little wordy. You may want to cut down on the no, length of that. No, it's adorable. Nothing's adorable about I'm that. I'm wordy. It sounds like a noble title. Well, that's the whole point. Like, it's, it's sarcastic. Khaleesi, queen of dragons. That's the whole point. Bringer of terror. Do you not understand comedy? Do you not have a sense of humor? Unbreaker robot? of chains. Alexa. Or breaker of chains. Alexa, tell me joke. Like what? Like what? Come on. Freer of the imprisoned. Okay. So we have questions from our listeners. Uh-huh. That crave life advice from you and me. But some specifically from you. Okay. Our first question of the eve comes from the yeah gamer, and they ask, "How do you meet people after college, like relationships, friends, etc.?" And that's a good question, dude. Uh, it's so hard. It is. School kind of gives you a built-in buffer for meeting friends, meeting new people. So life after school, what do you do? 
I can say that we've met one of our closest friends through pub trivia. Oh my gosh, we did. Mm -hmm. I've totally, yeah, we did. And he is a delight. He is in our inner, innermost friend circles. And it's all because we went out frequently in the middle of the work week to some bar for trivia. He was on a competing team and we had riled up some competition and we became fast friends. We really did. It was pretty quick too. Another friend of ours, we met through Eric, Comment Etiquette. Well, I guess so you knew Comment Etiquette through YouTube. Right. And we met another close friend of ours through Comment Etiquette. I'm trying to think people like, obviously, you're friends with people through YouTube. I would say that the majority of friends that I've made, at least, Mm -hmm. outside of school in adulthood... I've met them at parties, actually. Hmm. And it's kind of scary meeting new people because it's like dating. Yeah, Um, I guess it is in a way. Do you like me? Right, right. Do you want to see me again? Right. Can I see you again? Do you want to hang out? It is like dating. Yeah, it's super like dating. Just without Um, all the sex, unless you got benefits. (laughs) But yeah, meeting new people is hard. It is. It's intimidating, too. It is tricky. Because I feel like there's no, like, right way to ask for, like, do you want to be friends? But, like, you know, in your 20s and 30s. But parties, I think. Parties, going to bars, and work, honestly. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? That's true. I'm actually friends with a lot of people that I work with. I think that's probably the main way, too. Post-school, I think you... Get a job. You get a job, and then you um, make friends through your coworkers. Make friends through coworkers. And all of their <laughs> circles. Yes. And, and, hey, it ain't as bad as it sounds. Not as bad as it No, sounds. it really isn't. It actually makes work more tolerable. Yeah. I do kind of consider my YouTuber friends like co-workers. I know it's weird, but like, it's true. We're all in the same field of work. We're all in the same field. There's a mutual understanding. Yes. Of what the job is. So. Precisely right. I guess that helps. It absolutely does. We all know the expectations of the YouTube gig. We can all relate with like the struggles I mean, it does get a little complicated when one of you gets more popular than the other and then you have to kill each other or sabotage their channel. Right. But yeah. we also understand like that's just the, that's, those are the expectations. That's, the that's, name of the game, baby. That's how you, that's you, how you a, play YouTube. You have a problem with it? Go talk to Susan. All right. In the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. Or you're Susan, who or wins Susan. every time. Can we get a shout out to Susan? Susan. Pouring out Susan. Cheers. So that question is answered one down 19 more to go kidding don't have 20 i have five this one comes from twitter user tate not tot and they write specifically for aaron because i trust her more all right obvi i need suggestions on how to propose to my girlfriend okay pressure's on this is what you're gonna do all right you are going to inundate tia mowry's twitter account with ads, and you're gonna beg. It's a terrible idea. Plead for Tia to round up the cast of Mistletones. You say that like it's a thing people know. Nobody knows the movie Mistletones. Well, if they don't know it, they better know it. They better get to know it. That's what. No. You, you say it so offhandedly, like you know, like I don't know, Lord of the Rings, uh, Mistletones. For those who don't know, Mistletones is an ABC Family like original Christmas movie. Formerly known as ABC Family. It's now Freeform. A Freeform original from like 10 years ago. I don't know if it's that old. Eight years ago. I don't... mm. It doesn't matter. We're getting off track. (laughs) (laughs) 
how would you describe it? It's like a, a musical. Delight. It's a delight. <laughs> no, 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 fuck you. How would you describe it? You describe it as like a musical Christmas movie, right? Like I made for TV. Yes, it's a musical Christmas movie and it's adorable and a delight. It contains remixes on original Christmas music. It contains new Christmas music. And by the way, listeners, this is Aaron's all-time favorite Christmas movie. Well. Top three. I like the Family Stone. Okay, top five. <laughs> I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mistletones. Oh, and I love 12 Dates of Christmas. Okay. Also an ABC Family. Also, right. Formerly known as Free. ABC Family. Right, 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 right. Now known as Freeform Original oh Christmas Movie. I'm so excited for the Christmas editions of this podcast. We're going to have to do like five Christmas episodes. It's so good i'm well, i'm not exaggerating when i tell you i listen to the soundtrack of the mistletones year round it does not fail that's true to put you in a good mood it is like forget dua lipa people throw on tia mowry <laughs> and the cast of the mistletones that shit will just turn your smile wait upside <laughs> <laughs> congratulations you played yourself dumbass hey for the hey for those listeners who don't know who is tia maori tia maori is a twin of tamara maori and together they used to star on a 90s sitcom called sister sister that was about identical twins that were si- well were they separated at birth oh i don't know what were the, they identical story. strangers i think they were identical twins separated at birth couldn't tell. One you. of them had a single father. One of them had a single mother. They all oh, moved like in. A t- bunch. Yeah, they all moved in together, and <laughs> um, basically, you would think that the dad like would fall in love with the mom, but as far as I recall, that was not the case. I think the dad kind of like hated the mom, like not hated her, but just like wow, the dad was very straight laced, and the mom was very freeform. Uh, ABC Family. She was freeform. <laughs> She, no, she was awesome. She was like way more fun to hang out with than the dad. So, and the dad was just like boring and like straight laced and like didn't want anything to do with the mom. But like together they made a regular odd couple, but they weren't together, but their daughters were sisters or just, I, I think, I think they were twins separated at birth, but really I can't remember. So anyway, Tia Mowry made up one half of the sister, sister crew and Tia Mowry went on to star in the Mistletones, which is a delightful holiday movie that also stars Tori Spelling. And it is amazing. So what you're going to want to do is that the Mistletones has an epic ending final scene where there's a float and a band and it's a surprise. It's the most convoluted and, answer And ever. a romance. And so what you're going to want to do is you're just going to inundate Tia Mowry's Twitter mentions and Facebook page and Instagram and all the platforms and, and you're going to find her, her PR person or her manager or her agent or whatever. And you're going to find their email address and you're just going to inundate everybody with messages and communications, begging them to get the cast of the mistletones back. 
and for them to recreate the final scene of the mistletones. And you're going to use that final scene, except that instead of the Australian guy that pretends to be an American guy in the movie, you're going to propose as a surprise. It's going to be you that turns around on that float with a ring in your hand, and you're going to surprise your girlfriend. But before you do that, though, What Mm. you need to do is you need to tell me, you need to give me a heads up because I need to get to wherever you are so that I can also be there in the audience. I'll be one of the chorus members and I just, I need to see this because this is also my dream. And so you'll be living out my dream. And so there you go. That's what you need to do to propose to your girlfriend. Tate, I need you to not do this, please, because (laughs) this is what Aaron wanted me to do for her, which... I figured was impossible. And this is why this is our last episode (laughs) of the podcast. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's walking off. (laughs) No, Tate, please, please do not do this because I will never hear the end of it. And she will, until we live to be 90 or 100 years old, she will just scream at me nightly. Why didn't you propose to me this way? Tate. Tate, this no. is the ghost. This is the ghost of podcast past. And and I tell you, if you don't do this, you'll regret it for all of your days. Tate, I'm I'm begging you. Tate, Tate, if you're a loyal listener, you will do me this solid and not propose to your girlfriend in this fashion. Tate, don't disappoint me. God damn it. Don't listen <laughs> to that spirit. Yo, that's a that's a bad spirit. That spirit's cursed. No, it's good. No, that's a bad spirit. It's that's good. the spirit of death. You're gonna love it. YouTube it. No, that's like Marley and Marley spirit. Search Mistletones final scene. Yeah, I, I'll bet it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, Mistletones, which is a very great pun, by the way. Search up Mistletones on YouTube. If you YouTube search Mistletones final scene and or Mistletones, please come home. <laughs> you will find. The exact reenactment of your future proposal. She's obsessed. She's okay. obsessed. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. You're just jealous. <laughs> Tate, if you pull this off, I will be jealous. All right. So that's how you propose to your girlfriend. That was easy. Next question comes from House of Dahlia. How do I stay motivated? I feel like I get bored easily. And I don't like that. Oh, Dahlia. I am not the person to ask that because I feel like I'm in the same boat. I think you're the perfect person to ask because you're in the same boat. But I don't stay motivated. So... But you find ways to. You get your shit done. How do you do it? What's your secret? What you need to do is you need to create some like Indiana Jones level of like danger and um, repercussion. The only way to remain motivated is to have... Some level of like, if I don't do this, then bad. Or if Mm. I don't do this, then I don't know. But you need to create like urgency. I'll lose my job. A giant boulder rolling down a hill that's about to crush you. Or that somebody is going to steal the Declaration of Independence before (laughs) you get to it. You need to create stakes. Stakes. Or cage. Or cage. Nicholas so, th- so this is what you do. No, it's not what I do, but I think that would help. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> well, I don't stay motivated. <laughs> but I think if I did do these things, 
You're being <laughs> humble, though. You do get, like, you get motivated enough, though, to, like, finish the tasks at hand. Otherwise, you would have been fired years ago, right? Like, by this argument. Oh, we're talking about work? Uh, everything. But sure, in this instance, Well, yeah, I, but I need to do those things. Those are all boulders rolling down a hill. I need to get them done. They're all Indiana Jones. But if, like, for example, tomorrow yeah. I need to submit my mid-year review that says, like, what did you do well? What could you improve on? Or whatever. Right. And you have to do it. I have to do it. It's not due until Thursday. Okay. It was on my calendar to do today. Mm-hmm. Chances are I'll probably be around Wednesday night doing that stuff because gotcha. that's when I have to do it. So you just need to create a boulder rolling down a hill. It has to be a real deadline too, or you're going to get in trouble. That's, like it has to be real. That's pretty good advice. Boulder down a hill. Yeah. Succinctly put, love. Indiana Jones. How many Indiana Jones movies have you even seen? Um, when I was like very little, I saw the scene where there was a person eating a heart and uh-huh. that was about it that was my so you're telling me we need to put the indiana jones movies on our list i don't think we need to do anything i think we i do. don't need to wake up in the morning i don't need to actually go to work the like first one's really i don't good. need to eat food like i can do those things no, you need to i like to do those things but like we don't need to watch indiana jones i think we do because we have some listeners i'm taking a little tangent here so what my lovely wife and i do is we make a long, long list of movies and shows to watch. Whenever a friend recommends something to watch, we write it down. Whenever a new movie comes out on, say, like Amazon Prime that we're interested in, we write it down so that we actually have a, a literal list of movies and Nobody shows. Nobody cares. Well. Nobody cares. They cover the whole spectrum. Still. They go everywhere from, like, Mare of Easttown, you know, a critically acclaimed Netflix show, I want to say, to Ernest Goes to Jail. And everything in between. Wow. I think that's interesting. It's we have not, we not. have the Iron Giant. We also have thirteen going on thirty. Which we already watched. I know, but this is like this is the Jack, point. what are you? Sexy, buff, what? Jack. Hmm. What are you? Ten pounds of hot in a five pound bucket. Jack, what are you? The host? Ew. I don't where I don't I genuinely don't know where you're going with you're this. You're 30 flirty and thriving. Oh, I'm 30 flirty and thriving. A line from 13 going on 30. And also just a mantra for life. It is. It is. 30 listeners, flirty and thriving. This is your homework listeners. Repeat this mantra to yourself at night in front of the mirror before you go to bed. I don't care what age you are. I really don't. You look yourselves in the eyes and you say I'm 30 flirty and thriving and goddamn if you don't wake up in the body of a 30 year old woman the next morning uh moving on so that's how you stay motivated yeah <laughs> our penultimate question comes from basil on twitter who writes basil 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 i just recently turned 18 and i'm starting to try out dating apps any advice for weeding out the good people from the others and this is interesting because this prompts a question for me that I'll introduce in a little bit, but we have not really been on dating apps. That's not true. I was not on an app per se, uh-huh. but I was on eHarmony for a long time, years. How recently? Like six months ago. <laughs> Damn, cucked again. I understand. It was a little different than Tinder because Tinder is like very much looks based. What And who am I kidding? It's all looks based. But like... I 
do feel like there was a little bit more of like a you look at the profile, yeah. you do a little bit more analysis. Sure. But what I would say is that in order to weed out the the riffraff, riffraff, one, this is horrible. But if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Oh, yeah. No, that's a given. That's a given. If it's too good to be true, then it is. Wait. New saying. If it's too good to be true, it's probably a bot. No. Yeah. <laughs> Two, I would say that make sure that you have a very clear sense of what is important to you. Otherwise, you will forgive some things. And you as in the royal you, not just you. Like, right. this is everybody right. you will forgive some things that at the end of the day you probably don't want to waver on three if the pictures creep you out there's two routes <laughs> okay you or either call them out on it and see how they respond and maybe it could start a funny conversation right or or swipe left yeah swipe. I, I don't is even know left? the direction of swipe i think but it's yeah, left it's i think left is bad swipe left sure yeah I think swipe right is good. Yeah, and we don't know because we both got together before the Tinder generation. Like, right before. Like, it was right at the onset of Tinder. Yeah. I've never swiped a Tinder picture in my life, unfortunately. I have. I know you have for for friends. For friends. Yeah. Yes. That's what, well, that's what she tells me. <laughs> for friends. Zoinks. That's right. right. So innocently. When I saw this, when I pulled this question from Basil, it made me think of a follow-up question. What are some red flags... Oh, my gosh. In a Tinder profile, for example. Red flags. You see something in a Tinder profile and you go, yuck, no. Next. Swipe left or swipe whatever. For me or for, like, other people? Because, like... Oh, how about you specifically? I would say that for me, I don't like when guys... When he's married. No. Yeah. Well, I (laughs) I don't necessarily like when guys stipulate, like, what they're looking for from either a looks stamp like i don't know even though i i'll tell you this please i felt as though when i was on a dating website i felt as though i checked a lot of boxes but like i felt like people liked me for what i was not who i was and now i've come to like resent people who like stipulate what they're looking for from a like must be this must be that must be that like because I think that if you actually approach a relationship with like an open mind, yeah, obviously we all have like can't beat right, women, right. don't kill animals. We like, have some absolutes, yeah. Sure. But little things that like are a little bit more flexible and like yeah, maybe they don't have a career right now, mm-hmm. but they're also young and they don't need to have a career right now, like. I think we can be a little bit more forgiving about stipulations like that, because especially because a lot of it depends on the phase that they are in in sure. their lives. So a red flag to me would be that, because that means that Just like being hard set in your ways, hard set in like being like super, gotta be this, superficial gotta be that. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best way to put Must it. Must be that, six three. Yes, hard set in superficial ways yeah. because those could be phases. That's all flexible stuff. And I think that it removes a good portion of the population that may be a good partner, mate, yeah, friend, spout, like whatever that is. Person. I think you're like narrowing the field when those 
things might not necessarily be as important to you as you think it is. No mustaches. Yeah. Stuff like, like that's yeah. obviously a phase or it, maybe it's not, but like it could be. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So being a little bit, you know, more open minded, I would say. Also, any for me, mm-hmm. anybody who posts a shirtless pic, you're out. Sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. Which Way is to funny like go because back I know. Whole I just, I just went from like, <laughs> but like that to me says that you. What if they're confident? They're confident in their body. Yeah. As somebody who will never, ever be confident in their body, I, regardless of weight, size, shape, whatever, like ever, never, ever have I ever been confident in it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I just don't think it would work for me. That's me. You asked for my opinion. So if I posted a shirtless pic, is it curtains for us? No, it'd be curtains for you. Have you seen your chest hair? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it's, it's Gaston-like. Not the physique, just the chest hair. No, yeah. the chest hair is the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. You can make curtains out of the chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Our final question from Life Advice with Aaron and Jack, but mostly Aaron, comes from Homestie. They simply write, capitalism makes me sad. Oh, my gosh. I Listen, this is a topic that has been at the forefront of my mind for the last... That's why I picked it. Uh, few weeks. Hardcore for you weeks. And I'd share with you what sparked it, but I probably can't, if I'm being honest. Well, then how about this? Can I at least share just a, a semblance of a story that I think is a little amusing? Sure. The last couple of weeks, you've been very vocal about your hatred and your distrust of capitalism in the world and in our country. It's mostly the disparity of wealth. Yes. Yeah, that's that's really it. That's the nail on the head there. Yes. And I preface the story with that because the other night I was trying to share with Aaron this cool space fact that I had learned <laughs> in a YouTube video, like a science YouTube video. And when I say space fact, I mean like it was all about the universe, um, how fast the universe is expanding, how galaxies are moving further away from us, and how some matter on the outer rim of our observable universe is moving away at us at speeds greater than the speed of light somehow. I didn't quite understand it, but I thought it was fascinating. And I was was just about to tell her... (laughs) about another space fact I had learned about the largest stars in the universe when you kind of you kind of broke down a little and 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 proceeded to for the next 30 minutes or so talk about the evils of capitalism <laughs> and I, I just wanted to share some goddamn space facts with you <laughs> well you were getting existential and so I just it, it led right into it I got emotional. Mm-hmm. You made fun of me for crying. I did not make you, fun of you. You were for... like, are you crying right now? I didn't say it I was like, like yeah, that. I'm crying. You made me sound like an 80s movie bully. I didn't say it like that. I didn't this say, are you crying? So meaningful. No, it was more like, I was taking it back. I was like, oh my God, but honey, are you crying? Because I didn't, I didn't know that talking about <laughs> outer space and galaxies and shit would lead to this, this, this rant. This is such a deeper topic. <laughs> <laughs> than what you have bargained for. But all I will say is this, is that it has become overwhelmingly apparent to me 
over the course of the last year that even when people say, we are all in this together, we are not. Mm -hmm. And every day I think I have a new story for you about like today. I came into the office today and I told Jack, can I tell you about what Amazon did today? Our home office. Yes. Yeah. We work in separate bedrooms in our house. (laughs) So we call call both of those rooms the office. (laughs) So I just was like, can I tell you about what I found out that Amazon did today? Uh, Apparently they killed two small Portland delivery companies that were literally working them into unsafe conditions. And the delivery companies were like, we're not willing to do this anymore. Wait, this is getting so dark. This is like heavy. But this is what they asked for. They Homestier on Twitter. I'm not even sure that Homestier knows why capitalism makes them sad. Let me just say this. Okay. I have been working in four publicly traded companies and in the workforce really full time for the last 12 years. 14, I guess, if you include the summers that I interned. Mm-hmm. It really hit hard this past year how unequal things are and all i'm gonna say is that i think there is an increased knowledge of that happening whereas you know people that work for amazon are saying no we won't work under these conditions and they're like we'd rather shut down our business than work for you that's where people are getting at and i am hoping that there is good change that comes out of this. And I am hoping that companies start to listen to the workforce on a more serious basis. And by serious, I mean it needs to be a valid point. It can't be self-serving. It needs to be a valid point. But in other words, dude, I think we've abused the system and it makes me sad too. I appreciate the validation. Yeah, you're not alone, honey. And you're not alone, Homestier. And I love your username. <laughs> it's a good-ass username. Hey, on a lighter note, I think it's time we kick things into gear with our ending recurrent segment, Horoscope. <gasps> Are we already there? We're already there. We're already there. Party time! Excellent! And... Ladies and gentlemen, I am extremely excited for this horoscope segment in particular because it's the first one. It's taken three podcasts. Hey, but we got there. We got there. It's the first one where I think we're actually going to do it right as I intended from episode one. Here's how it works. There are 12 zodiac signs. Wow. Right? And I've written six horoscopes. You've written six horoscopes. I have. And do you know which one I started with? Cancer? Cancer season! Hell yeah! There it is. Celebrate it. And we're finally going to do it the way I wanted to since episode one. We are going to take turns blindly reading horoscopes that the other person has written for us, not knowing, not knowing, truly not knowing what the other person has written. I am so excited. I've been waiting weeks to do this. We're finally here. Who should go first? Well, you are going to read mine first Mm -hmm. because I started with cancer and then we're going to go chronologically through the Zodiac. Done. I love that. Okay. Great. 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 Cancer. You must be exhausted from just being so awesome all the time. I am. Cancer? More like 
you're so special and amazing that they named the actual Earth's upper tropical hemisphere latitude thingy after you. They did. Today, make sure to look inward and treat yourself because you deserve it, queen. Great work. I think it's a little, I don't know. You said you deserve it, queen. Not everyone's a queen, but that's fine. Everybody's a queen. That's fine. Everybody knows that everybody's a queen. I'll allow it. Leo, find hot single girls in your area. Click here to meet some hubba hubba, awooga, boingy boingy hotties that live super close to you. (laughs) No, really, there's a 10 right behind you. Her name is Jennifer, with a G, and she's super into healing crystals. (laughs) Doesn't have two brain cells to rub together, but she loves the show The Masked Singer and jumps up and down like a child whenever they reveal who it is. Oh, I like Jennifer. She's very simple. And she's all yours. Were you inspired by the... Caitlyn Jenner mask singer clip that we watched. No, I was not inspired. I actually wanted to make like a little YouTube short about the masked singer for a while, just because I think it's a very dumb, simple show that I don't think anyone actually watches. No, I think people watch it. I yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna make like a mean sketch about it, and then I didn't. So that's my mask singer joke. Joke. Virgo, remember that time Bill Murray broke into your house and ate all the uncrustables in the freezer? Without thawing them, but then told you no one would believe you? (laughs) Well, Karma's a real bitch, because I heard he has a stomach ulcer now. (laughs) Anyway, be safe today, Virgo, because Uncrustables are delicious, not sponsored. And it'd be real sad if that happened again. Holy shit, you get so many points for... Uncrustables. Oh, <laughs> uh, good job, honey. That thank was a good horoscope. You, thank you. Well, no, the star. I mean, I'm I, sorry. I, I know. had nothing yeah. to do with it. I'm sorry. Hey, good job, universe. Good yes. job, universe. Yes. For throwing that in my lap. And re- throwing karma in Bill Murray's lap, really. Uh, that's what he gets. That's what he gets for saying, no one will believe you. That is karma. <sighs> Libra. You will get a phone call from a nervous, sweaty little nerd named Pippington. He will try his best to do the classic, Is your refrigerator running? gag, but he'll mess it up and get tongue-tied at the word refrigerator. (laughs) Encourage him and let him finish. Because that little boy... He will someday invent Pornhub 2. Yo, that's crazy. He's the one that's going to invent Pornhub 2? Pippington. Listeners, remember the name Pippington. Pippington Pornington. <laughs> that's, that's his name. It's not fair. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Listeners, remember Pippington Pornington. That name might not mean much now. But it will. But it will. Scorpio. Venus is in lockstep with a big bloated Saturn today, Scorpio. And those two numbskulls are doing you dirty. Make sure to reevaluate everything in your entire life. Are you actually happy in your relationship? Absolutely not. Dump that loser. Do those shoes look good on you? Probably not. Better go barefoot. 
Think about how much freer you will feel when you are no longer constrained by a relationship and footwear, AKA the patriarchy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, cancel all men. Good job, baby. I can't believe the patriarchy convinced us to all wear shoes. You know? I, it's disgusting, honestly. It's horrible. You know, I don't subscribe to it. I mean, I haven't worn shoes since March 16th, 2020. You haven't worn shoes yet? No, yeah. I've never for sure. The shoes, too, in theaters now by DreamWorks. <laughs> Complete the duology. Those rascally shoes up, up to no good. You idiot. Oh my gosh. Sagittarius. Is it just me? Or did that last horoscope suck? <laughs> Anyways, do you remember Christine from middle school? The one that smelled like feet? She just bought a Tesla. Pretty cool, right? I don't have a horoscope for you. Fuck you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Straight to the point. Also, what does that mean? Christine has a sugar daddy. So like... Whoa. Normalized I... sugar daddies. Sugar daddy. Capricorn. Do you hear that, Capricorn? That's the sound of your dreams being crushed by a 16-year-old TikToker who is making more money from selling teeth whitening strips than you'll make in a lifetime. Don't worry, Capricorn. There's always the next lifetime. Sad face. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, no lies detected. None of that was uh, untrue. I mean... Those fucking TikTokers. Uh, also, no cap. Also, Capricorn, like cancer is like the top, like tropic... Right. Latitude thingy. Right. Capricorn is the bottom one. I feel like they did that on purpose. You know what I mean? Like it was like they just knew Capricorn was doomed. Remember that? All that latitude longitude shit? You know how like that rap goes? Like I started at the bottom. Now we're here. But now I'm still here because I'm the Tropic of Capricorn. I don't move from the Love that bottom. Rap. Like, yeah. I, I bob my head to that rap very hard. Ugh. <sighs> I feel for them, you know? Aquarius. Oh, no. That zit inside your nose. Oh, my God. I hate when I get zits. <laughs> that zit inside your nose just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> don't pop it. It's not ready yet. It may never be ready. But definitely don't pop it now. Don't touch it. Oh, God. You touched it, didn't you? You stupid bitch no wonder you can't get a date now look at you what a mess you stupid dumb sit nosed dumb dumb your spirit numbers are 53 and 4 Ooh, okay remember that okay <laughs> lucky numbers cool thanks aquarius oh this is so much fun this is exactly as good as i thought it would be i'm so happy that we're doing it right it only took us three weeks Pisces, you know how when you let go of a balloon and it floats up, up and away until the atmosphere pops it, I think? Well, that's what is about to happen to you if you don't get your head on straight, Pisces. Bend and snap your way back into reality, you smug little bitch. <laughs> also, stop letting go of balloons, you litter bug, or I'm gonna call Greta on your ass. <laughs> Is that how you say Greta? Do you don't know Greta? I know Greta. I just want to make sure it was like Greta, not Greta. Greta. Yeah. Don't Greta. call Greta on my ass. I'm going to call Greta. Don't. No, please stop, don't. Stop letting go of balloons and I won't call Greta. Okay? I fear her wrath. <laughs> Aries. 
love is on your side today. You will be visited by three spirits tonight. The first will show you your past misdeeds. The second will show you your friends talking mad shit behind your back. The third will show you exactly where and when you die before yelling, no take backsies, and running away. Wow, now you know how you die. That's crazy. Do you want to go out with me? Also, am I the first ghost? <laughs> I am the ghost of podcast past. You're more of a Marley and Marley ghost. Well, that's rude. Well, you warn people. You warn people of what's coming. No? You don't like that? Well, that doesn't fit with the ghost of podcast past, does it? No, not at all. I just wanted to pick one that wasn't what you said. Taurus. Whatever you visualize today will likely materialize in the near future, Taurus. So get your ass off a of wiki feet for your own good. Tauruses can't help it. Wikifeet has all the feet pictures. I know. From years and years. Do you have a Wikifeet page? Get this. Not only do I, and this is true, not only do I have a Wikifeet page, it's somehow, so they rate you out of five stars, right? My rating literally is somehow over five stars. It's like 5.2. Guys, I, no. I no, don't know why. I've seen them this up real. close. I have felt those talons <laughs> under the sheets in the middle of the night. That is not an over five stars. Foot, no, no, no. Okay. No that, listeners be jealous. That is a 3.2 tops. At least it's a three. Thank you for that. Uh, but no, the 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 viewers of Wikifeet, the purveyors, the enjoyers of Wikifeet have somehow gifted me a rating above five stars, even though five is the maximum. I don't know how that's fake news statistically possible, but if you go to that. So what I hear you saying is that you hacked Wikifeet. Yes. Is that right? Ah, shit. I just admitted it. Also, I guess I'm a little bit like, well, then why didn't you help my score out? Because I have beautiful Ain't feet. Ain't nobody give a shit about your feet. I have beautiful feet. Feet. Gemini. I know I should be reading this last horoscope, uh -huh. but I just want to take a moment and set the record straight. Okay. I'm a gamer girl at heart, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Huh. I, I love gaming on my sick ass triple monitor PC straight up no scoping some noobs while snarfing down some G fuel extreme berry <laughs> I have a 20 terabyte hard drive with more RAM than you can cram in a room full of normie comps wow and when it comes to the hit game among <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to the hit game Among Us, I will not hesitate to call you sus, even if I'm the imposter. Whoa. So either get with it or get out of the way, because mama needs to buy some new skins in Call of Duty Mobile Edition. My dad works for Nintendo. What? That's insane. Wait, what does that have to do with Gemini? Well, well I don't know, honey. You tell me. <laughs> You're the one... <laughs> You're the one that just wanted to set the record straight. Wait. You went off script there for a second. I hate you. You talked about how you're a gamer girl, which is cool. I actually really applaud that. I support that. I just, I don't know why you didn't read my Gemini horoscope. Listen, let me just, let me also set the record straight. If my dad worked for Nintendo, uh -huh. you best believe there would be an Olaf version Switch <laughs> coming out this year. Okay. It all comes back, baby. Okay. It all comes back. 
Oh, how beautiful. I would not let my father make that mistake. What a callback. When he could be, he could have been promoted like seven times over for just that one invention. You guys can't see this, but I'm twisting Olaf's buttons, a.k.a. tweaking the nips. Okay, they're buttons. (laughs) Sure they are. That's what Olaf will say to you. They're buttons. Don't worry, gamer. They're not my nipples. I hate you. (laughs) Starting at $439.99. Nintendo Olaf. In other words, Gemini, good luck. The stars are unclear of your future right yeah, now. Yeah, we didn't have a horoscope for Gemini. I don't know how that happened. I, I had it right there. My wife read, you know, she well, she went off book, you know, a little embarrassing, but whatever. It's, it's her podcast too. <laughs> Listeners, thank you so much for attending our third episode. Guys, this was the second to last cancer season party that we are throwing. That's right. Which means we, we have, have to do it up next time. We have to do it up big yeah. next week. Please join us. That's going to be yours, Next right? Week. That'll yeah, be yours, that's honey. mine. It's, uh, hello. Don't I like up. embody cancer season, okay? So we're going to do it big. We're going to get the dogs on. <laughs> I know. The dogs could talk. I have a uh, Jeffrey Bezos is going to call in. Um, really? Yeah. He's going to announce his charity program about unfortunate people that want to go into space. Wow, that's great. I know. It's super generous of him. Wow. Yeah. And we're going to talk about more fun cancer things. Uh-huh. We're <laughs> I'm, I'm very convinced. We are going to make Jack's Films do a blind taste test. Oh, damn. I'm actually very excited for that. Of whether or not he can tell what is red wine and what is white wine. So insulting. Of course I can. But stay tuned, I guess. And we are going to basically just throw a banger party. So hope to see you there, guys. Please come. You're all invited to our banger party. It is, after all, the last cancer season episode of our Galdang podcast. And you don't want to miss it. And I'm still debating whether or not we're going to celebrate Leo season. So I guess if you're a Leo, tweet at me at two toes up, the number two toes up uh, on Twitter. Let me know. Make your case. Should we celebrate? Make your case. Yeah. Should we celebrate Leo season? Why should we? I'd love to know. Until next time, listeners. Take care. Be good. Bye. Godspeed.